This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 910, how to be more figurative and fun in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Today, find out how to use the word bookend to paint a picture in people's minds and build the connections that you want by sounding more interesting in English. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Michelle, how you doing? Hey, Lindsay, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Well, it's middle of March almost. I should be back from Nicaragua for my trip to Nicaragua. Mm. And so, but we're recording this in like early February. So I don't really know how it went. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it went well. I hope it went well. I'm not sure, but I, I think so. You know, I, I went to italki a bunch of times and I found Spanish tutors to prepare. So oh. I worked on that, worked on my Spanish. I got ready and, you know, the weather is supposed to be really nice in Nicaragua. So I'm excited about that. Awesome. All right. Well, have fun in the past, in the future. In the past. <laughs> yeah. But Back to the future. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, spring is coming soon, Michelle, and you guys are probably making your summer plans. So if you want to jo join our urban immersion adventure, we're going to be talking about this more in the month of March because that's when people make their plans for the summer. You know, in this program, it's so cool. I mean, wh what do you get to do, Michelle, in this program? All right. Well, you get to see New York like a local, right? Yeah. You are going to speak with native speakers mm -hmm. and, you know, you're going to gain a lot of confidence with the English language. Oh, yeah. It's amazing to see our students coming out of this program with this incredible surge in confidence. And the cool thing is you get to do it in, in New York if you want to, or you can also go to Boston. Boston is also available in August or New York in July. So go to allersenglish.com forward slash immersion guys and check out the options. Re look at the testimonials of the students who came last summer and just imagine yourself in this program. Imagine yourself taking the risk to apply to this. Right. What would that look like if you could go through a weekend, 32 hours speaking only English and speaking with native speakers, 12 of those hours exploring the city mm, yeah. and hanging out with us? <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. So yeah. Cool. So much to get excited about there. Oh, it's going to be so fun. It's going to be so fun. <laughs> so go over there, allersenglish.com forward slash immersion and grab it. And remember, we have our app where you can listen to limited time, see limited time bonus video lessons with Michelle, yeah. Jessica, and myself on video. Go over, download the app at allersenglish.com forward slash bonuses. Yes, so yes, yes. Michelle, let's go back actually to teach today's today's core episode, what we're going to learn today, guys. Let's go back to talking about that immersion weekend and 
how do we set up the weekend, Michelle? Well, uh, well, the weekend is really cool because we bookend the weekend with two social events. So the first one is the Thursday night happy hour. So we meet in a bar just for like 90 minutes, mm-hmm. make a toast, the native join us, we meet each other and we build our team, right? And then what happens? <clears throat> yeah. And then the other side of the weekend at the very end, we finish with a barbecue. I'm not sure if we'll do the barbecue in New York. We did it in Boston. We'll see if we can find a place to do a barbecue in New York. Do you think that'll be possible? Michelle? Uh, We will see. We'll We'll have to have have a little meeting about that one, but we'll We'll try. We'll see. We'll try. But we always bookend it. If not, we'll do something, some kind of meal or social event with the native speakers. So we bookend the program with two very fun social events where you are encouraged to just use the English that you've built in a social way that's more reflective of how you're going to use it in the future, right? It's it's less focused. It's not a challenge. It's not a, an assignment. It's not something specific you have to do. You just have to use your English with natives in a real context. Love it. Yeah. Awesome. So what do we call those two events when we're talking about vocabulary that we're going to talk about today? What's that key word? The key word is bookend. Yeah, those are the bookends of the program, right? And that's the word that we keep repeating here today. So that's why we're going to talk about it, right? (laughs) Um, So what is a bookend? Well, um, a bookend, I mean, physically, you know, you can use bookends in your bookshelf, right, to keep your books from falling down. (laughs) Right, right. Uh So, but it's the same idea, right? It's something, an object on both sides of something that, you know, supports it, right? So Mm -hmm. something that becomes at the beginning or before or at the end or after, right? Yeah, exactly. And I'm pretty impressed with our listener here who asked about this, Tatiana, um, that she actually asked about how to use this in a figurative way. Such a good question. Oh, my gosh. Right. Oh, I'm excited. Should I read the question? Sure, that would be cool. Here we go. Dear ladies, many thanks for all your wonderful episodes you regularly upload for us. It's really a fabulous source for avid English learners. If it's not too much uh, trouble, would you please help me with one fancy word, which is a bookend or two bookend? And here, I'm interested not in its literal meaning, a thing which keeps books upright, but in its figurative meaning, like a dinner bookended by a spectacular show, or it's a nice bookend. Thanks a lot in advance. Good question. And yeah, I, I like that, you know, you brought up the literal and the figurative meaning. Yeah. I mean, this is, this to me is like the, the meat of language learning. This is where language can become so cool because we can paint pictures in our listeners' minds. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, pe- the people we're speaking with, the people you guys are connecting with, you paint a picture in their mind. It's fun. It's fun to draw these images, right? So you guys know, as Michelle just explained, a bookend or bookends are just the things that sit on the bookshelf in the literal sense, uh, and they keep the books from falling down. But we're not going to talk about th- that so much. We're going to go into how it's used to paint a picture, okay, figuratively. Right. Yeah, right. we, we can do better than that. We want You guys are at the level where you can start to use figurative language. We want to see you doing that, okay? But mm-hmm. Michelle, let's break it down. When it comes to the figurative way, there's like two ways to use it as a verb okay. or as a noun, right? Right. So right. tell me about the verb. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
All right. Well, so to bookend the verb. So for example, like with the immersion event, what we were saying is we bookend the immersion event with two parties. Exactly. So to bookend, you know, we, we place something that comes before and after. Exactly. And we're going to throw out some really clear examples here so it becomes more obvious for you guys where you could throw this in. But that's the verb, right? To bookend it. So we said, as Michelle just said, you know, we we bookend the program with, with social events, with fun, with making you feel like you're actually active with your English. And one more time, remember, guys, to sign up for that program or to apply. It does require an interview, but to apply, go to allersenglish.com forward slash immersion. But Michelle, let's dive into how it's used as a noun. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so, uh, as a noun, so yeah, it's very similar. So something mm-hmm. that becomes before that comes before and after. So the bookends, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so it's, don't worry too much about the parts of speech guys. It's just yeah. more about how you're, where it's right. going to be used in the sentence. It's still the right. same meaning, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get some hard examples here so we can know what we're talking about. Michelle, you are married, so you've been in a wedding, <laughs> your own wedding, yeah. right? What kind of events might bookend the be the bookends to the main ceremony? Like, you know, what would be the, the bookends of the ceremony or the weekend? Like what? Oh, okay. Well, mm-hmm. I think like um often in the beginning there's like a rehearsal dinner, right? Where you yeah. greet the guests and you yeah. have a little meal, like a dinner the night before. Mm-hmm. Is that usually uh, on like a like if it's a Sunday wedding, would that be typically on a Friday night or a or I think it would be on a Saturday night? Okay, it'd be the night before the ceremony, the very yeah. first event of the wedding, right? Right, right, right. Okay. Um, and then yeah, the and then sometimes on the very end of the whole thing, you might have like a little brunch. Oh, the, the day after. Yeah, that's true. I, I think we had that for my brother's wedding. That's a good point. I forgot about that. That's good. So you <laughs> might have. Did you guys do that in your wedding? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. dinner and a brunch. Yeah. And then so which part do you think is the most fun of all the wedding events? Which do you think is the most fun? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> aside from the actual wedding or um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I like I like all of it, but I, I do like the rehearsal dinner because it's like a lot of excitement and yeah. um, it's like, you know, a lot of like, yeah, just a lot of build up to the main event. Yeah. Sometimes there are speeches at the rehearsal dinner. Yeah, yeah that's cool. That's cool. Awesome. Okay, very mm-hmm. cool. So that's a good example of how the bookend would work, right? So the bookends of the wedding are typically the rehearsal dinner and the brunch on Sunday or on the, the day after. Maybe it's a right. Monday in some cases. Who knows? Right, right, right. Yeah. And then some other examples that we just grabbed here. Michelle, what would be one of them? All right. This week in politics was bookended by crazy swings in the market. Mm. So what are we saying there? So, right. So before the week and at the end of the week, yeah. the market had swings, but during the week it was steady. Yeah, exactly. Or to use it as a verb, we could say, let's bookend the conference with some social events. Right? Simple. Nice. Okay. Nice. I like that one. Yeah. So, yeah. What's the takeaway today? I mean, this is short and sweet, but it's effective. It's powerful. If you guys start using this, I'm telling you, you're going to move to the next level of connection, right? Awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's fun. It's fun to play with language and be creative, right? Because you're painting pictures, Mm -hmm. as we talked about. And, you know, figurative language is a lot of fun. And I I don't know. I just think that this is really important, especially at your guys' level, to start using these things to be more interesting so people want to connect with you. Exactly. You'll be a more interesting person. People don't want to connect with someone. People don't connect with a textbook. So if you're still using the textbook phrases with a monotone textbook voice, 
you're not going to have the connections you want in your life. And we want you guys to have connections, to feel satisfied in life, right? That's what it's all about. So, So don't forget, guys, we mentioned it a couple of times. And we told you a little bit today about how the English Adventure Immersion Program works. So go over to allearsenglish.com forward slash immersion before the spots fill up. I have a feeling in March, we're going to get a ton of applications. So go over there and, and apply now, guys. And don't forget, if you're taking IELTS, go to the IELTS Energy Podcast and hit subscribe. Okay, cool. All right. Lots of fun. Thanks, Lindsay. Lots of good stuff, Michelle. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.